The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to another episode of UFC Unfiltered, action-packed. Uh, Matt and I uh, have a brief interview with Carlos Condit's coach, Alex. Yes! It's amazing! Wait, didn't we have other guests lined up? Yep. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button! Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again! He's out! This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Yes, we are indeed your hosts, Jim and Matt. Um, joined today, we're supposed to be by Justin Gaethje, but there was some yes? kind of scheduling. Oh, he's fighting the main event That's right, against on Poirier. Fox. We will not be having Justin. No, we, we might still have him. What? Oh, man, we're working they're, on it. They're working because he has an airport schedule. that they, uh, Someone at UFC oh, messed up the schedule. The in- we do have Carlos Condit, who I really like a lot. I like that. Supposed to be fighting Matt Brown, but Matt Brown, I think Matt Brown just said, I really don't, I'd rather not. What? So, oh, no, he hurt his ACL. And then uh, it's going to be uh, Cowboy Oliveira. Well, let me That's, tell you yes, something. Yes, this is the co-main. So much happened already in this show. I got so excited because you said we had Justin Gaethje. And I go, oh, he's... And then in the, before the intro was done, I started getting upset. Don't be upset. No, I was upset because all of a sudden now he's not... So he's calling. He, what is he doing on that side? He's ignoring me. He doesn't know. We, I'm waiting to hear. They're trying to move the schedule around a little bit and uh, trying to get him to call in. But the schedule was, was done incorrectly. I know diet soda is supposed to be bad for you, but damn, is it delicious. I know. I drank a half of one and I'm done. By the way, I want to say for the record, I came in here. <laughs> yes. Matt Sarah was eating the worst snack I've ever had. What the fuck was that piece of shit snack? I thought you fucking liked it. I hated it. I was about to give you like, I thought you... No, I'd rather eat your shoes. Jimmy. What well, was terrible, Matt? I, I, I was... It, first of all, I'm doing the right thing, guys. It's I not know. fucking like Lay's potato it's chips. It's the worst snack I've ever had. What is it? Veggie chips. They're veggie chips. You don't got to give the brand, chips. but what is it? It's veggie chips. It's veggie chips. Yes. Cheddar, though. Yeah. But it, it does, it's a little cheddar-y. It's fu- no, it's not, it, it, it tastes it's like spicy. a cheddar toenail. No, it's horrible. It's spicy. It's the worst snack I've ever heard. Had I've never had a better worse snack than that. We, we've done oh. 185 episodes. It's the first time you were like, "Can I, can I try that?" I like, tried sure. a snack. Yeah. I, you know, Matt's giving me a couple of his little salty snacks. Let me try it. And I took about God. four. And I oh. bit into it. I'm like, "What? What is this?" Oh, b- wow! God forbid Jimmy has a little sodium. Ugh. I don't. I don't yeah, mind some where's sodium. Where's my my saltless nuts? Oh, it's unsalted. Saltless. <laughs> yeah, saltless nuts. <laughs> No, I, I, I'm not saying I'm above a salty treat once in a while. Oh, However, wow. if I'm going to waste it and have some carbs... I, you're I, on the fucking... You, you live on the wild side with your coffee at the fucking... Whatever. Why was Bobby Kelly getting on you for drinking coffee at the fucking thing? That's fine with that. Because Bobby Kelly he is wants a you to be surly some kind of fucking ox. alcoholic? 
What? What? Oh, he didn't like that I was drinking uh, coffee at the, at the fights. He said he didn't know what else to say. I like he Bobby. knows I'm celebrity of my ilk. It's hard to find fault. When is the episode going to come out with me being Bobby in his shed? What is it called? I, I think it's Bobby. called Bobby's Shed. It's called Bobby's Shed? Yeah, I, I think so. It's not a great name. Yeah, two rakes in a TV show. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> what about Chuck in here the other day? I love Chuck. Two alphas and a beta? He's the beta. Not you. No, I'm no. only kidding. No, Chris can probably, TV Chris, shows. And I'm like, oh, that's the TV show. Chris, Chris can probably choke me out. I'm by far the weakest male in here. Not really. I'm not a fighter. No? No. I know hey, people look at me and they're intimidated, but you Chris, shouldn't be. Your friend Chris didn't look like a fighter was in here the other day. Who? Chris Gerther. Gethard. Yeah, but he is. God damn it. Chris Gethard. I talked fighter. to him too. I, I like him show. a lot. He's a nice kid. He's a good guy, man. I said kid, but he's probably my age. No, he's probably 30 or 40. All right. But we were talking before the show. Matt was confident, but he but he wasn't being a dick. Jimmy's funny because Jimmy says stuff like, "Hey, uh, you think you can take this guy?" You think but it's all off air shit, you know? What yeah, I mean? do you think you could? I, I just like to get I like them to get Matt riled up. He's like, well, "This guy trains. What if this guy's uh, like mounted on you or whatever? I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know." What yeah, I said, saying. "What if he's in a mount?" I said, "I get out." <laughs> I get, listen, but if a guy's on top of you, punching you, and you're on your back. Having what was saying, you was like, if someone's mounted on you in a fight, sure. Or what if he's punching you? I, I don't know if you just fuck it around when you say shit like that. No, but if the guy's on top of you <laughs> no, punching listen, you, you're in trouble. It's one of those things like a guy can't hold you and hurt you. When someone is like, think of Khabib versus Al. Now, if Al just stopped for a second, when Khabib had him in the worst positions possible, including mounted and including back with the hooks flattened out. Now, if Al. For three seconds, just covered up and allowed him to punch him. Sure, just a, just a cover up so he doesn't get hit. He did cover up at times, yeah, but nothing for more than nothing for right. more than a couple seconds. And then he's back to if he can't do basically what's called an upside down elbow escape. Let's say I'm belly down right now, and this will get back to what we're talking about before. And instead of just trying to bring my ass up because the guy has you flattened out, sure. If I bring my left knee, let's say. Okay, and right now my hands are by my neck and my elbows are inside. Let's say like I'm, I'm tucking like a turtle, okay? I don't want to do that because it looks like I got a double chin. No, you look good. <laughs> it's all muscle. Listen to me, I'm, I'm, I'm husky. So now look, if I'm here, I would bring my left knee. Picture, he has hooks inside me. But if I scrape my left knee over his heel and I get it to the floor and I start to bring it towards my right elbow and then I start to face him, I'll be in the half guard. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. So... It's not always easy to do that because guys make it hard to find the floor. That's why a guy like Luke Rockhold, when he's on top of you and he's mounted and then you go to, he gets your back and you still can't find the floor because his legs are like, well, then he can do a body triangle, but his ankles are like crossed from mount. So you can never find the floor and he's so tall. He's very dangerous. I, I, I got it, Luke, because he's a perfect example of a guy who's really good from mount and from the back. Good control. Khabib also. But Our body triangle is uncomfortable. Fucking Jimmy, fuck off. <laughs> fucking, no, because then he'll get me off my point. And he's, he, look at him. He knows what he does to me. But the point is this. So Al, instead, now he's doing that, but not just doing that. Then sure. when that's not working, next thing you know, then he, when uh, Khabib addresses that, then he's going back into that turtle position. You know what I mean? So now he's on all fours. Now he's going to try to break Al down again. So he can't hold him and hurt him. Right. So if somebody's mounted and looking to strike me, I want to bring all their weight forward. So when all their weight goes forward, that's what I'm looking to escape. All right? Now, if he goes to hold on to me, I can look to trap and roll. And what I mean trap and roll is if he hooks my head with his right arm, I will hold that right arm into place. And then I'll lock that same side with his uh, 
his right leg. So a whole side is blocked off, Jimmy. So now when I bridge up and over that side, he can't base out with his leg because I'm trapping it with my leg or his arm because I'm trapping it with my arm. So like his whole side's blocked off. So nothing to base off, base out with. So when I do a proper oompa or trap and roll up and over my shoulder, not three o'clock where a big dude will just lay on his side and we're staring at each other. But if I do an oompa, I don't know what an oompa is. Watch me. Matt's laying on his back. Hi, Matt's laying on his back. He's sliding his pants down. This is the arms hooking me. Hold on, his left hand is by his head. I, why am I describing okay. better at this? I'm locking this in. Now if I do an oompa, look up. Oh, I it's see. It's like a bridge, like a bridge up, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of when one you one side is pinned in the. I kind of, just love jujitsu so much. I'll just jump on the mat <laughs> and jump on the floor and and that's what I'll do, Jimmy. That's a proper oompa. I'm back. Hi, everybody. I'm no, back. I understood that. That makes sense. Would you listen to my hard. oompa when I did that oompa on the floor? When I no, no listen, you don't got to make a scene. No, it's no, only no, no, an oompa. No. It's a I'm, proper I'm drop saying, and roll. I'm just saying. I was thinking like he's doing that, but there's no one on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? Uh, you know what? I stand for Yeah, <laughs> okay. Listen, Jimmy, I like to show you good technique. I, I get my, my clothes all messed up and then you goof on me. No, it was Did you good like my oompa? I did. Thank you. Uh, now, so in, in other words, uh, let's say I, I go for that oompa and all of a sudden uh, the leg widens because he needs better base. Then I go back to that elbow escape. You follow what I'm saying? So you're constantly moving. Uh, you constantly move. And that's what Rachel, how, Rachel how do you get a guy to fall stopped. forward? If, if, like, if a guy's mounted on top of you, you can't get him to fall forward and stop punching you. There's a, gr What? If a guy's on top of you mounted. Stop being silly. <laughs> why would I tell why would I that's why you got this job because you're silly. But if a guy's on top of you mounted and he's punching you, you're not gonna be able to get out of it. Maybe. Chris. Well maybe I'll just mask. look at the guy and I'll just be like, is that the best you got? Is that your mouth? Is that your mouth? This is what I think of your mouth. It's fucking silly. But listen, there's a great picture of uh you know when Khabib said we were talking to each other? Somebody um Somebody tagged me in it where you actually see, I don't know, I don't know where they get the picture, but you see him with Al up against the cage and Al's fighting the hands and he's about to look to get his back to the cage and you see Khabib and you <laughs> see my big head in the floor. <laughs> Hand me my phone. Let me show it to Jimmy because Jimmy will get to it. See that. Jimmy will love to see this picture and then we'll send this out there. But uh, yeah, I remember exactly the time too. And that's what, again, I don't remember, I, I didn't have a big conversation with Khabib or anything like that. But I remember talking to Al, and like I said, I heard him say something to me, and I'm just like, nah, Khabib, I'm talking to Al. You know what I mean? Uh, like, but it was, uh, it was good. It was very, um, I, he's, he's got a good energy, Khabib. I really like that guy. And that's when he's attacking my friend, and we're still getting yeah. along. We're still getting along. Did Al like him? Al, 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 Al really likes him. I texted Al the other day, you know, you know, some stuff, you know, I'm really proud of Al. And, uh, and he just texted back, man, you know, Oh, it's fun as hell. You know, he said he just enjoys that shit, man. Yeah, this is the picture here. Let me see this. Look, you ever seen this? He's like, that was fun as hell. You know, thanks for everything. But look, watch this. Look at this picture. See? Look. Oh, yeah. Matt's looking up and Khabib is looking at it. That's great. There's another one where I'm kind of laughing. You see? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, you should post that. Yeah. You know. You know, listen. It's, uh, it's got to be respected. So you're not worried about a guy mounting you? Well, listen, yes, I am. You don't want to be mounted in a fucking fight. You know what I mean? I can't get out of those positions. Yeah, well, you don't know how, though. I don't know the wrong way out. I wouldn't know. Like, normally, you look to push a guy off or this and that. That's for, for 
almost half my life now. I've been doing it the right way. So yeah, but what if you're in like a, a subway or something and a guy grabs you around your neck from the back? <laughs> yeah, that's scary and that's tough to get out of. Today I had a guy named Bam Bam who's 30 years old. He's been rolling half his life since he's 14. And uh, he's 250 right now. That mother- Well, he's a little chubby right now. But he's strong as fuck. Yeah. But, uh, and then I had Drago. You know Drago. Sure. He's not exactly weak. Jake Gershon, he looks like you in a muscle suit. I had these guys, Hulk, you remember Hulk? Sure. The guy's nickname's Hulk. I call him Purple Hulk because he turns purple as fuck when he rolls. But a strong motherfucker too. You saw that guy. Yeah. How about this? You know, Hulk, they, they were interviewing Dana. This is hysterical because you met Hulk. Sure. They were interviewing Dana for the, and, uh, TMZ, you know, and he was in front of a hotel. Who's in the background? Like the meat guy sticking his head in for Paulie. Fucking Hulk. Hulk was in the city. Yeah. yeah. Hulk does some security work and shit. He's, a, he's an ex-cop. But he was in the city and he was behind Dana at the fucking hotel. I go, dude, was that, what the fuck are you doing on TMZ, Hulk? Anyway, it's not a great story. So, no, it was, it was okay. I'm sure, um, well, it's, it's more of a private fucking thing. Yeah, but, Hulk pokes you know, his head in. That's a good movie. It's like the meat guy. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of good movies, speaking of good movies. Sp- Once again, Christopher. Thank you. Before you do that, the, the, body, every- the body triangle is hard to get out of. <laughs> yes. It seems impossible. They are. I remember um, when I was on season four, there was a grappling coach. I didn't really get along with him. His name is Mark Lehman, you know? And he was in Frank Trigg's corner when I KO'd Frank Trigg. Don't, don't bring that up again. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I hate when you do that, Jimmy. It embarrasses me. Why? But back when, um, you know, Mark Lehman, he was the he was the, uh, the coach, uh, the grappling coach. And um, we, we worked with him a couple of times, but we didn't really get along with him, my team, on The Ultimate Fighter back in, this. listen, this is fucking 12 years ago. Sure. But on The, uh, the Ultimate Fighter season four. But uh, when you say, was it hard to get out of, he had us... Put us, he put us through like two grappling sessions and then he was kind of just whatever. We didn't really get along with him. So one of them was, you know, escaping from the turtle position. So I had that dude who's a strong dude get on my back and get me in that body Frank? triangle. Uh, not Frank, Mark Lehman. So you see an episode where he's on my back. So people are like, oh, look, he must have just, you know, wow, he's on Matt's back. But we were starting from fucking all fours. So it's kind of giving a guy position. But I ended up escaping. But you got to be patient. You got to be patient. And, uh, it has a lot to do with sensitivity, man. Like in other words, you know, there's gonna be small openings when and uh, when with your lower body when you when you're escaping your hip and have to bring your hip right on his knee and then you got to get your butt to the floor and you get the you got to face him, look him in the face. It's all the best way to get out of that back is by being there and escaping it fucking a thousand times. I have my guys constantly working that position after a hard training session. Um, very often it's like, all right, last match now, same guy. So they don't get to get the rest, get on the back seatbelt position. We're looking to escape two and a half minutes. The last round is purely just that escape, maintaining that back control and escaping that. Back I'd be control. very tired doing that. And, and that's the best time to do it, Jimmy. Cause nobody's, nobody's exploding out of shit. You know what I mean? And I don't let it end. If a guy mounts you, if you go to get out and a guy's mounted, they're allowed to still attack you and look to finish you. But if you get to a half guard or something, then we stop it okay. and you start again. So that way you get that. That's it's just it becomes muscle memory. You know what I mean? And you know you you learn the best way by getting fucking strangled. It, it seemed like Al was okay to let Khabib take his back rather than let Khabib uh, mount him. It or, wasn't or stay shocking in the guard. that he was in that position because we expected. That, I, right. Listen again. This wasn't months of fucking game planning. Game planning. It was, you know, 
there was certain positions like up against that cage and this and that. It's like, all right, look, what? Let's look. Let's go over the options. There's these ways to get up, but nobody's able to get up these ways with this this guy. Right. He's a gorilla. So there's going to be some risk in exposing that back. You might take shots here and there, but he's not going to have that controlling pinning where he's the most dangerous. Yeah. You got to watch where the guy's the most dangerous, man. Like I look at that, like Matt Hughes threw me, he ended up cross-eyed. I gave him my back, but I'd rather him be on my back than cross-eyed. Right. You Why? I mean? Why? He's not a, he, how many guys does he really strangle besides Frank Trigg again? <laughs> that guy's not the but cross eyed. He's uh, but cross eyed. He'll fucking guys as flexible as BJ Penny can get crucifix and work over. How many cross guys as flexible as back in the day and as explosive as Carlos Newton? He finished fights. I can't, man, so many times by just getting them crucifix. See, I do this thing where if a guy grabs me too tight, I go, No, you don't. I bring my oh. elbow up. Yeah, yeah. Famous for that. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. When did you do that? Did Fuck. you do that this on the same time when Phoenix saw those two Italians talking? Oh, my God. They were really too blind to deaf guys. Deaf guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were blind and deaf, and they were doing the, uh, they were talking in sign language. Was that the same day that you used your elbow to gush somebody? Oh, I was like, <laughs> oh, We have fun. We I'll, certainly hey, do. Give me some, guys, you know what I want what? on this show? Gossip. Good, juicy gossip. Give me some UFC gossip. Some gossip. What? Give me some gossip. Oh, okay, you're jumping in with yeah, that? I'll give you some yes. gossip. What? Uh, so, go on now. USADA has announced that Nick Diaz has accepted a one-year suspension for a violation of the UFC anti-doping policy, resulting from three unsuccessful test attempts during a 12-month period. So you fighters have to check in with USADA, tell them where they're going to be if they're leaving you know, their normal area, if they're going on a trip or vacation or whatever. That's where they can't hide when you want to test them. Exactly. And... Uh, Nick did not do that over the course of the last year or so, and it resulted in three missed tests. Finally got suspended for a year, but the good news is is that it's retroactive to last April, so he's only suspended for like 10 more days, oh, great. and then he could have a fight, theoretically. I'd so. love to, to see Nick Diaz or Nate Diaz back. I'm a huge fan. What are they waiting for? Maybe they're waiting for waiting for the right fucking deal, Jimmy. Maybe, yeah. I didn't mean to attack you, Jimmy. I yeah, apologize. but you're not wrong. Maybe that is it. All right. We got uh, that out of the way. Well, no, and actually, so uh, one of our favorite fighters, uh, Platinum Mike Perry, tweeted uh, after the news, he tweeted at Nick Diaz and said, if Nick Diaz wants to fight, I'd be down to welcome him back. We can smoke weed all week together, and I'd still put these hands on him. <laughs> oh, well... <laughs> I, don't I don't know. That's great. But um, who's Ponzinibbio fighting? Don't tell me. Oh, Kamara Usman. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Very interesting fight. I told you I was hanging out with. No, it was bullshit with Usman a little. Yeah, bit. you said. Yeah. Nice guy. A very nice guy. I want that guy getting his due. People aren't big on him. You know. I don't know. Maybe because well, he's mostly a ground fighter. I think that's why those guys get a little bit less attention because they're not just knocking. I, I mean, I, I'm saying I, that's yeah. people didn't like his fight with that big Swedish. Guy, uh, the big fight, uh, Emil Mech. Emil Mech was fun, yeah. I thought it was a fun fight, but didn't Emil Mech take that in like the last second, too? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I don't remember, I I'm think so, sure. But, but I think <clears throat> he was injured in that one, too. Listen, yeah, Usman came into that, injury, you know, so. when you take fights injured, it's a, it's a double edged sword because if you back out, then you're that guy from backing out of fights for injuries, and you take them. You know, sometimes it might not be your best performance because you're getting hindered a little bit. But people don't care about that. Yeah. Like the, the audience, they just remember what they're seeing. You know what I mean? So you got to almost expect that type of thing. You know what I mean, Jimmy? You got to expect a little negativity. Yeah. I suppose so. Jimmy, 
I got these. slippers. <laughs> funny. I got. I got these. Um, I wear everything to death, right? And I got these slippers, and they're um, they're worn on the bottom. And my wife's always cleaning the floor. Sure. So, yesterday I was going down the stairs. And oh, I'm talking. I already I'm, like this story. Slippers, and, the and steps. And I had my <laughs> iPad, and then I had this nice brown blanket. Sometimes I take down stairs to take a nap because I might have been good about to take a nap when my wife took my kids to dance. I was gonna take a nap. Are you a good napper? I'm a I'm a pretty good napper. You know what I mean? So I was coming down. I had so I had my big brown blanket. I had my iPhone and my iPad because I was going to charge it downstairs. It has nothing to do with the story. And I'm walking down the, and I'm talking to my wife and they're my kids. And you've seen my house. So they're like the stairs where you first sure. walk in. They're behind it. They're in the kitchen. <laughs> Everything's all open. So I'm like, yeah. And then I'm what? <laughs> and then I, and then you just hear. Oh. <laughs> my feet went. And it went to the second step, the next, and I was like halfway up the stairs, halfway down the stairs. So it went feet, 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 butt, butt, butt. And it was like, and my back never really hit. It was my ass. And then when they came, so they, I got quiet. So they ran over. When they ran over, it got to where, picture this, when you, it's the very last step, and I have my head there, and I put my hands behind my head. So I'm just like stretched out, and that's like a pillow. Fucking! <laughs> they started. We started dying, but it was so scary. Like I, everybody yeah. got quiet all of a sudden. And fucking! They just ran in, and then they see me just like I'm laying like a lounge chair. But I'm like, holy fuck! I played it off, and I didn't know if I was hurt at first. Did you feel hurt or not? No. Well, fucking. Well, I was laughing because it was fucking funny. It was really funny. I don't know if I'm sure. doing it justice, but it was the the noise, and then everybody got quiet, and then they ran in there, and I'm just like spread out, and I'm just like laying down. And, and I'm making like a joke about it, and then then I was I was fine. I was fucking fine, Jimmy. I didn't get hurt, which is good story. Sure, that makes the story but, fun. Listen, it's not a great story, but, no, it's but that's actually really but, dangerous. The fall but it's a true story, and if you were there, Jimmy, it would have been very funny. Can I tell you one? Not of the, all my stories are gonna be out of the park, Jimmy. No, no, no. That They're was, not all gonna be about me shocking no, the, the world with GSB. And, that and you gotta bring up every fucking episode and about me beating up Frank Trigg back in the day. No, but that story. Get a Friday bonus. First, it was, I mean, how much can we expect out of you? First, you get the Hulk peeks his head out. Then we got that one. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, what are you saying about my stories? That is, first of all, it's not right. It's not right. I gotta talk about Justin Gage. You canceled. I gotta talk about some th- something. No. No, no, no. I, one of my great laughs in my life. We were at a, we were doing a dinner for my dead friend, like a memorial. This is not I, funny, Jimmy. It, it, but I, I, but I heard, I heard the thud of someone <laughs> falling down this, and he fell down. I think it was six hundred steps. <laughs> Did he get my, hurt? My friend, who cared? <laughs> he didn't get hurt, but he walked in because the the steps led right into the dinner area. And he fell down all these steps, and it was a thing of beauty. I'll never forget the the, the helpless thudding of this idiot going down the steps. Yeah. There's nothing better than someone falling down the stairs. I'll tell you. Let me tell you something. <laughs> me and the rest of the Sarah fam had a big, a big, a big chuckle. Oh my! It's so funny. And dad, just when you realize the them. person's alive. Yeah, Jimmy, I'm okay. Well, you're, here's why you're okay, because you're a UFC fighter, and UFC fighters are tough. How tough, Jimmy? Well, you know what else is tough? Say it, Jimmy. You say it. Toyo Tires. It's not the same, Jimmy. How do you say it? Toyo Tires. Toyo Tires. Don't, don't say it like that. We're going to lose them as a... Raising Ally Quinta. Uh, five hard rounds with Khabib for uh, one day's notice at 223. He never quit. That's the kind of endurance that reminds me of... You want me to say it? The way yeah. I say it? Toyo Tires! Toyo Tires. That's why Toyo has been a proud sponsor of the UFC. 
Just like the UFC fighters, Toyo tires are built for battle. It's an all-or-nothing philosophy, durability, aggressive design, on- and off-road capabilities. Yes to all of them. Yes. Life. You living life on the highway? Toyo has you covered. Spending some serious time off-road. They have a tire for that, too. No matter what you drive, Toyo has what you need. And frankly, these tires just look cool. You don't want sucky-looking tires, no matter how effective they are. You don't want sucky-looking tires on your car. Any vehicle, every terrain, all or nothing. Toyo Tires! I'm trying a different one. It's good. I'll I'll try a different one. Okay. Toyo Tires! Wait, Jimmy, were you trying to... Was that me? The next time you need tires, ask for Toyo. To experience more, go to toyotires.com backslash UFC. That's toyotires.com backslash UFC. I don't think I sound like that. You don't. Say it again. Toyo Tires. Say it it the way I said it. Toyo Tires! That's not cool, Jimmy. Chris, comment. It's like you don't need need me when you do that. You know what I mean? I got to hold my own weight. People are not. People know the difference. They can sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's tough when the uh, triangle gets locked around your body, right? It's hard to get oh, out of Oh, man, Jimmy. Let me tell you. Thank goodness I got my rolling in this morning. Thank goodness, man. Escaping. I'm like, why? My buddy gained some weight. He's a fireman. So he's at the I hope you didn't house. tell him that. That's well, he's the one to talk. I didn't think he was that heavy, though. Fucking 250. Fuck. Did you tell him that? You really fattened up? Well, he's got a good side control. And he felt extra heavy today. I'm like, fuck, man. I'm doing the right things. And I was, but it makes me feel good knowing I can get out from underneath a 250 pound black belt. You know what I mean, Jimmy? Did you get out? Well, I got out, but I defended myself most importantly, Jimmy. Don't rush to get out. No. I don't got to rush to get out. Aren't you getting claustrophobic down there? No, because I got proper frames and he's not smothering me. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> excuse me. You know what I found out? That you don't like when people burp in the radio. I don't care. Didn't other people used to do that? Yep, it did. Right? I heard, I, I heard that recently. Chip does it. Mm-hmm. Should, does it bother you? I'll stop. Do, no, I don't I, care. I listen to me. I was about to lie to you, Jimmy. You say you stop it? Because I, I don't know if I can. Because <laughs> yeah, sometimes it just comes out of me. No, I don't mind you doing it. I'm not an animal, Jimmy. No, I didn't say you were. Okay. Uh, so what's going on, Jimmy? Eddie Alvarez said, uh, Instagram live session on Sunday, that he thinks he's the guy to end Khabib's unbeaten streak. He said, I'm Khabib's kryptonite. You all know it. It's the elephant in the room. I'm the guy in the lightweight division, the only guy that can beat Khabib. He can run to George or Connor or run to whatever. I'm the guy. I'm the guy to put that one in the loss column. I don't know about that, well, but listen, I do think Alvarez is uh, could be a tough fight for Khabib. I think Alvarez is a better. Listen, people think about, I'm not a hater on Connor. Alvarez is a better matchup than Connor. Is. Well, I think yeah. Um. Yeah, although, you know, you saw those he's, two. Listen, what it actually Do you think Khabib could take Connor down? Th- I think if he takes him down, he's not getting up. This is the, this is what's going to happen with, with Khabib right now. People are thinking, oh, look, Al did a blueprint. Al did, well, mm, yes and no. More no than yes. Because I think not a lot of people are like Al. I think a lot of people are going to see this. I think, I think Khabib's going to be taking care of business, and then they're going to go, oh. Maybe it was really Al. That's the difference in this thing. Because I don't think they're giving him enough credit. They're thinking, well, oh, if you could just survive and and those first rounds, then maybe you could do what Al, you know, Al was in those third round or fourth round. He was dangerous. And because he survived early on. And yeah, but 
not everybody's going to be able to do what Al did to survive that. Very true. You know what I mean? And when you do go to survive that, I know personally, because my second fight with GSP, he was fighting with a similar game plan, and I got exhausted. So it is way more tiring. The up and down is exhausting. But it's, it's, it's usually more wearing for the guy on bottom. But Al's got phenomenal cardio. I mean... Wasn't even getting ready. That's a three round. He got ready, get ready for, for a five. Round. Get ready for a three round fight. Yeah. So I mean, not everybody. They they they're looking more about oh man, how great uh, how how Al like made this whole blueprint for him. I don't really agree with that. I think that uh, but I I think again a yes and a no because I think that not a lot of guys are gonna be able to do what. Ally did that. He showed you the way to go the distance. Like he showed you how you can do it. Now could other people do it? Who knows? Yeah. But Eddie Alvarez is because of his wrestling and his background and his grittiness is is more likely to uh to to could po- could pose that kind of threat more so than Connor can. Maybe, yeah. Connor said uncle three times. I think that also, yeah, Eddie might hey, be better pressing up against the cage. You know what I said right there, though? Yeah, you're right. I don't think you heard it. Connor said uncle three times. Uncle. Uncle. You know what that means? <laughs> sure I do. It's a surrender. Well, yeah. and Connor also has a lot of kicks to his game. That's a big part of his game. That Those are not going to play well against Khabib, because as soon as he picks his leg up, Khabib's going to rush him and, and take him down. And let me let me throw this out there. I'm sorry, Chris, the producer, but no, you know, I ADD. And I'm not saying this is the way to go, but Al's two losses, right? Kiesa and that Mitch Clark, he got caught in with the fight he was winning handily. Right. You know how they both ended? You know how they both ended? How? Oh, no. No, he I don't. He got put to sleep. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Al did. Oh. Because Al, much like Holly Holmes when Misha Tate had a back that time, they're thinking, if I just get out, if I just get out of this, I'm going to take this guy apart. Right. Or girl apart, whoever they're fighting. Man, you know what I mean? That, but, and it's not, and I'm not saying it's more about attitude than it is about, oh, well, you shouldn't tap. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm not saying that if your arm's about to get broke or something, you won't tap. But especially with these chokes, a guy's going to look to fight. And Paul Felder's like that. Look at Paul Felder with his fight versus Charles Oliveira. Yeah. I, a couple of times I'm like, oh, this is, this is it. This is in. That dude, that's why him and Al was going to be a very interesting fight. Very oh, yeah. good fight. We were re- that's the one good thing. Al was taking that fight seriously. Well, you it, know can what still, I mean? it can happen again. Yeah. It can happen again, that it fight. Could, Al didn't happen. get hurt in that Khabib fight. He fought five rounds. We didn't get hurt. Listen. He's okay. Al did so great. I'm so happy still. I didn't even know he lost. He I, you know happy. what I mean? I mean? Yeah, of course. Because I, I, I like that he took that chance. More than anything, I was so proud that he was wanting that fight. You know what I mean? When a yeah. lot of guys wouldn't want that fight. He wanted well, that the fight. There's a couple guys that might have priced themselves out. Didn't we were about to do the movie minute? Yeah, we opened the movie minute a little while ago if you want to do but it. You get sure. distracted. Yeah. With my triangle question. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. Now we got to have the official slot again. I, I, I like the triangle question. I was, I was what, what triangle question did you ask? How smothering is it? Because it seems smothering with the leg like the leg. Want me to locked. put you in a triangle? No. It, <laughs> I would. How do you? No, it seems uncomfortable. <laughs> it is. Right? It, it is. You want me to put you? You don't want me to put you. In a I'll car. try it. I have to get out quick. Though. I would tap. I'm not gonna, Jimmy. It's not gonna even hurt. I want to see what it's like. Yeah, why not? You're gonna have to. Chris, the producer might have to talk through this because it's gonna get boring for people. Yeah, right. yeah, Chris, you talk us through this. Couple of men laying on the floor. Getting no, listen. How do I do I'll, it? I'll get you're gonna again get in your you're gonna be on your knees. Just don't don't make this weird, Jimmy. I won't. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in the triangle choke. I won't. Okay. Right. You can take a picture of this. Yeah, oh, I'm it's a choke? 
No, no, no. I mean, no, the he's body saying the body, body, body lock. Triangle. Body lock. I'm not putting you in the fucking body triangle. That's what I was asking. Oh, all right. You got a little like legs. Do I look like I put body triangles on? That's, right. I, that's what I was talking about before. You know, I probably can do it on I you. meant body triangle before. It's a triangle, Jimmy. I'm sorry. You, you know what triangle? I meant? Chris knew what I meant. I know, he, yeah, he meant the body lock, but you were saying triangle like. Oh, body uh, lock. Sorry. All right. You said triangle. I like made a mistake. Tri- you didn't say body triangle. You're right. I, I thought you knew I meant it. It was an error. Well, listen. That's why when you were describing it. It sucks. You know what I mean? And it's hard to get out. You got to have patience to get out. There's technical ways out, but there's some guys that are so good at that and. You know, you gotta bide your time. Yeah, that seems like a tough one to get. It just seems really smothering. That that leg locked around them where you can't breathe. They yeah. should. Why do they do that if they know you can't breathe? It's uncomfortable. What's that? Why do they do that? It makes you uncomfortable. I would hate that. I would tell the guy like, "Come on, stop! You can't breathe." <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, that's scary. Not be able to breathe. You want to do that thing? Sure. Yeah, you're ready to do it. Wait, hold on. Are you huh? done with that body triangle? Yeah, I'm just fascinated by how anybody gets out of it. Mm. And they were saying that you don't want to be flattened out with that it's body rough, triangle. It's rough, man. It right. is rough, that body triangle. Who has you the best I mean? one you've seen in the UFC? Uh, That's why when you saw Luke Rockheld on Long Rockheld has, has, has just a great... Yeah, he's the one I I'm not, I'm going to say he just has a great... His, his back and his mount control are really... Good, really yeah. Good, you know? Well, what's interesting about him, Rockhold and Ortega... Go ahead, go. Chris, guys, go. <laughs> uh, they're both great, um, like you're saying, great control on the ground. Their jiu-jitsu's... Uh, Amazing. They're both surfers. Does that does that play a factor at all with their balance or being able to kind of like? Well, no. (laughs) 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 So what were you saying? That's all I was saying. Next time Luke calls in, I'm going to say it's because you're a surfer, right? That's why you're. I'm only being a fucking asshole. Listen to me. Surfing has... Jimmy, stop it. Jimmy, it's not that funny. Can't help it. Listen. Can't help it. So you're saying the surfing. I'm not touching anything. No, I'm not saying anything. I'm not touching anything. Listen, no, no. A lot of guys do this. I was asking about his zen with the surfing. When's Ortega fighting, actually? When's him in Holly? Nothing official yet. I mean, I guess Max is back in Hawaii uh, recovering or whatever. I'll tell you, though, him versus Khabib would be an amazing fight, too. Can he fight comfortably at 155? He's never fought at 155, I don't think, has he? Who, or, uh, Holloway? Brian. Oh, no. Ortega. Yeah, but I think he probably is more naturally at 155 anyway, right? He's a pretty big guy, Ortega. I think I'm going to be on that show, Fuck That Delicious, end of August or some shit. Nice. Which show? You know? Oh. I hope I wouldn't annoy the lady. Fuck it, that or his assistant. How could you annoy something. anyone? No, because it comes up going back and forth, and then finally I'm like, uh, so then out of the blue, I'm like, yeah, I don't know when I'm going to be on that thing. People ask me. So you know when you like give an an- you give a question and you get like just a right answer, a straight answer, just like and it's like, all right. No, she's nice though. I'm on the tag this lady. But it's almost like I don't know. Maybe sometimes you read texts and you're like, is somebody nice or are they mean? Yeah, no? like a lot, yeah. Yeah. It's like some people are just to the point. So I'm like, hey, you know, hey, listen. Like I'll be like, Hey, I think this went great and this and that and the other and what do you think that's gonna be? I'll be like, maybe end of August, something like that. And they're like, All right. I'm just I don't maybe I'm too friendly sometimes. They wrap it up with a fact. Yeah. By the way, the movie Seven, since you're doing a movie minute, I'm rewatching it. It does not Ew. hold up. No, why, Jimmy? It's just such an overrated What's piece of shit. What's in the box? Such an overrated piece what? of shit. What's movie. in the box? That fucking, they have flashlights what? in every scene. Turn the fucking lights on, motherfucker. <laughs> I know, know every I scene, they got a flashlight. You know what I, know what I don't like about that movie? That uh, the movie? fact that it's nonsense? Well, the fat guy eating the spaghetti, there's two parts that really disgust me. One with the hooker when the guy had the, the, the strap on with the the big 
I haven't gotten to that part yet, but I'm sure I don't object to say. Wait, what you didn't you're see doing. this movie yet? I did, but I haven't gotten that far in the rewatch. I've watched anyway, it in 20 years. I always thought it was overrated. And eating the spaghetti with the fat guy, and he ate himself to death. And he, you know, what's gross about that is well, that stupid. it makes me not want to eat spaghetti. And you'd vomit. And the bottom line is this: the fucking flashlights in every scene, and then there's the part where Kevin Spacey shoots at them, and then they're like, "Let's call someone else." He goes, "No," because we had no reason to be here. How many times did two cops get shot at where they don't call backup? That's what they said? I mean, there's no what reason. shit that movie is. Was it shit? It's shit. Seven stinks. How, what, many, how many bathroom what's breaks? What's in the box? How many bathroom breaks would you take during seven? 37. 37. <laughs> I'm actually watching it on Netflix slowly. But there's a it's scene where they're Netflix? going to check the apartment. And then you hear Kevin Spacey comes up and starts shooting down the hallway. And yeah. they chase him. And of course he gets away. And then they go back to the apartment. And he's like, we got a call. And he goes, no, we have no reason. He goes, we have no reason to be here. So basically, in fact, there was a big shootout and no one else called the cops. This fucking movie sucks. <laughs> yeah. It sucks know, and it's overrated. I, well, I guess it's overrated then. And the way I, his I dumb know. wife is, keeps calling the husband's partner to talk about having a baby. Shut up. Get a friend, <laughs> yeah. bitch. Yeah. Fucking movie annoyed me. But they were uh, dating at the time. So what? that makes it more exciting. What? Brad and Brad Pitt and Gwyneth. Were they in real life? I, I did a all, scene with Gwyneth something only She was some, very nice to only, me. That's something only some... Did you like girl gossip? Uh, the show, this show called uh, I forget the show, The Night Shift or whatever. But they never sent me the picture I took with Gwyneth Paltrow. Thanks for nothing. What happened now? I don't know. It's just frustrating. You took a picture with her. You took a. Um, pi- is this breaking news? No, it was a couple years ago. Okay. All right. Do you want me to hit the intro music for you? You get to do I, your. I, no, I can't do it without that. You need to do the intro. It's just right. now we're out of the way. That ship is. Stop it, Jimmy. I think you're gonna ask me something else. No. Okay. Listen, I took the kids the other day to see you got everybody listen, it's no secret about me loving um Kimoras, but also video games. It's not only about Kimoras and cannolis and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, a couple of things I do love is, is Kimoras and cannolis. Sure. But I do enjoy a good video game. That vibe system, holy shit. And that might be one of the reasons why I'm so into this movie. Ready Player One. It's by Steven Steel- Spielberg. Spielberg. I've heard of it. And what's it a- about? Well, this movie, Jimmy. Better than E.T.? Well, yeah. If I'm talking about not holding up. Oh, fuck it. Wow, what was wrong with the dead fucking white dog turd alien? I don't know, but what about what about Elliot being a little fuck? He was nobody, a fuck. Nobody really talks about that. I always talk how about, about it. that. Oh, do you really? Are you yeah, every time you... I'm eating pussy, I'm like, how much that Elliot suck? <laughs> Women are like, you're killing the vibe, Jim. Don't <laughs> 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 oh, give me a second. Talk about something. Oh, fuck. Hold on, Jimmy. You can't do stuff like that. <laughs> listen. So, so listen. So, E.T. What, we'll get, wait, we're not E.T. What are we talking about? Ready e. Player One. Ready Player One. No, but E.T., that little fuck, that's, the, the mother was a single mom. D. Wallace. She was and, also in the house. And all of a sudden, uh, oh, uh, oh, well, they talk to your father about it. I can't. He's in Mexico with Linda. That little fuck. Why? Out, well, in other words... The wife left. The his the husband left. Elliot's mother in E.T. Sure. Elliot. Yeah, Elliot. <laughs> anyway, listen. His dumb finger. The fucking, listen. Hated the his mom finger. got she the, the 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 father basically left like the receptionist or something. I don't blame him. And they're in Mexico. And Elliot, the first time the mother tells him to do the dishes, whatever it is, he throws that in the face. 
I don't care if you're playing with you're throwing the little Reese's pieces and you got the your fucking the, in the in the milk crate. You got ET and he's under a blanket. Yeah, it's all great. Yeah. How about your mother's feelings, huh, Elliot? You little fuck. Hey, he's right. She's all like, right. do the dishes. He's like, do them yourself, you toothy blowjob giving idiot. That's why dad left. <laughs> he did not say that. No. He did. No, you were Elliot was all full of piss and vinegar. The, was, that, was that on the deleted scene? Director's seats? cut. Was that on the deleted scene? Called her a toothy blowjob no, giving he, idiot. He did not. He did not. He overheard dad complaining on the phone. Ready, player one, Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting it back on track. Oh, now. Now, I, it, it's basically, I look like this every night. When you watch this movie and you see them with the, it's basically, it looks like ski, like uh, like ski goggles. Goggles, sure. And it's the, it's the virtual reality stuff. I hate but goggles. It's the they fog up inside. Yeah, but this this doesn't. Okay. But they don't. Sometimes I have to wipe the, uh, the inside the lens. But, it you know, so I got this thing. I, I can relate to this, you know, but it's something called the Oasis, right? And like when they put this on, like everybody's world, it's kind of like lame in the future because it's like a lot of uh, just sh- it looks like a lot of shit. Sure. It's like twenty forty five, I think it is in the movie. But anyway, so they all escape into this other world, the Oasis, where they can do anything they want to do. Jimmy, don't do it all. What I'm telling you, might why I have Jimmy. to do it all. I know, but it, right, yeah. I'm, I feel like you don't care about my movie minute. You talk about ET. I'm talking to everybody, but I'm talking to you. I'm listening. Don't make me direct this to Christopher. Do say it is all right. I'm a hundred percent listening. <laughs> Because I can tell Chris is really listening, no, and not. you're 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 making a lot fucking list of groceries. I'm doodling. <laughs> you're literally doodling. I do this on the phone. That's how I listen. Anyway, Chris, did you play the magic so do- thing yet? <laughs> I play it. Yeah. I'm fucking serious. <laughs> so anyway, this guy. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm going to give you the quick version. The, the creator before he passed away, he put some Easter eggs. You know what an Easter egg is in a video I game? I do. Yeah, it's one of those things. Don't, you don't, color it. Don't fucking do it. And you me. hide it in a well, shoe in video or games, <laughs> It's like little, like a little surprise thing in a video game where you find the Easter egg. Sure. And uh, you find three of these. You know, you could basically own the Oasis and you get all like the stocks and this and that. So, but nobody's able to do it. And then one kid's able to figure something out. And then from there, it's a, like just such a great adventure. I enjoy Steven Spielberg. You think of all this stuff. Was he involved? Wait, was he involved with? Uh, I'll tell you. Back to the Future. Yes. With Robert Zemeckis. Zemeckis directed. But there's so Spielberg much. Saw it. There's so much pop culture. <laughs> there's so much pop culture. <laughs> like it's, it's so much like references to stuff when I was a kid. Sure. They're bringing up shit like Buckaroo Bunzai and the Dark Crystal. People aren't gonna know what the fuck that is. But I'm like, you might know what it is. Yeah. Jimmy, Buc- you got a wise guy. Don't do it, Jimmy. <laughs> Buckaroo. What? Kamora buckaroo. buckaroo? Yeah. Like Do people that. love the ravioli lad and the ravioli buckaroo? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I noticed that people are commenting that a lot of times on your ravioli your lad. Ravioli. I don't I like it. I don't dislike it. You know? <laughs> ravioli lad. Ravioli lad. No, they love that. Kamora bucko. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I never really saw Buckaroo Banzai. That wasn't my thing. No, but there's a lot horrible. of it looked horrible. Jeff Goldblum and shit. But there was a lot of just so much pop culture with the with the video games and movies and and it was and it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Like my everything from how about this? We're talking about zero piss breaks. I was about to leave to go take a leak real at one point. And how we sit down is we got my wife and my my four year old, then my nine year old, and then it's it's usually my six year old and me. You know what I mean? Sure. My middle one and me, on the end. So it's like we're bookends, me and my my wife here. So when I had to go take a leak, you know, I go to leave, and all of a sudden during this movie, you get like a surprise. Like they're in this when they're in the oasis, right? And there's a certain part where it's like the, it's like an old horror movie. 
Like this, this, this character sees these two little girls from you know, The Shining. I'll just go from there. So I see a part. It's like The Shining. So I'm like, fuck, man. I better go back there because my kid's going to be scared because it was a little spooky, man. Sure. Remember the part with the girl? I'm not going to give too much away, but I will. In The Shining? But, uh, a little bit where, you know when she, when when he when Jack Nicholson sees the girl in the, uh, Here's the bathtub? Here's Johnny. Yes, Jimmy. But remember when he sees her in the bathtub, the pretty girl? And yes, yes. That's I, all I, I'm going to say. That's all I, I'm going to say. The, so, I, I fucked the older one. Jimmy, you know what I would do that old one? You know what I would do with that? I would just fucking... No, I wouldn't. I'm a married man, Jimmy. Happily. Don't make me go down that road. I would not do anything. But you know that scene. So picture that scene in this supposedly kids-type movie. So I ran back. No, I didn't run back there. I went back. So talk about zero piss breaks. I didn't want to leave. I wanted to see what the fuck went down in this oasis. And it made me want to just go home and put that vibe on. Nice. Did you? <laughs> I sure did. Very good. Oh, I vibed. Me and my buddy. And it's funny. In this thing, like the guy's talking, you know, the, like the mo- opening, like, uh, what is it, monologue? Not monologue. What is it, a fucking thing. show? It's a, not the thing. Okay. Um, so he's talking and he's saying, oh, you know, I don't have many friends. Well, my best friend is is H and it's like a big ogre and, and this thing. And he's he's like, I never I never met him in real life. And it's, it's almost like me in Genova. He listens to this show. He fucking, mm-hmm. I play with this kid on fucking online and like we're jumping on the back of fucking motorcycles and he's driving i'm shooting people it's like my buddy never met him he's a fan of the show though he's gonna love this that's fun nice anyway so yeah so i think he's my buddy i never met him but we met in the oasis the vibe i would like to see the movie yeah yeah would you jimmy it's a fun movie i haven't gone it's dude you want a little escape you want and it's like it's one of those things where there's like a little danger in it too so it's not like it's 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 a it's great for like I know it sounds lame when I'm like oh it's good for the kids and the whole but I'm not like that it's good you don't need any kids to like this movie nothing lame about that yeah well you know I am a husband and a father I'll say happily yeah. married put your, why you play with your belly like that Jimmy? fat uh, I'm gonna weird. give Carlos Condon a try we'll see if we can get him now, right now Carlos Condon yeah. is fighting oh Cowboy Oliver and Cowboy Oliver just fought Yancey uh, Maderas Maderas you're good that's an interesting fight. Yes, it and is. And Carlos had a little bit of um, a hard time versus the very underrated Neil Magny. That's right. I know my shit. You know? Hey, Carlos. How you doing, buddy? Hello. Now, Carlos, first time, your last fight with Neil Magny, um, your first time in there after a long layoff, how'd you feel? Did you feel a little rusty? Did you feel a little, what's going on here, guys? Chris, oh, he's not on, Chris? Chris, comment, Chris? No, uh, oh, I, I, I hung up man, and I, I didn't, fucking, didn't I'm sitting say. here and I'm trying to fucking... Oh, Chris. That's all right, he tries. He's texting him. It would be great if they both canceled him and KG. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I like those guys, but we've had a run of not getting people Listen, on. But hey, I No, we've it. had a good run. We had Khabib in last week. Dana That's a good point. You know what? I know Ortega. Ortega. You're right. Yeah. You're right. We're, we're yeah. okay. That's right. We see that, Jimmy? Okay. You are. They had a little mix-up, but that's okay. We'll get it straightened out. Uh, we could actually talk about the uh, the fights this weekend before we get Carlos. Yeah, we really can. Let's, let's do that. What's um, the way? Today's Wednesday. <laughs> or it's Thursday if people it's are Thursday, people. Yeah. Uh, fuck. All right. We got, why don't we do our picks? Yeah. Let's do it. Poirier... Gaethje. Yeah. I, um, we'll do, let's start with the bottom. Not the yeah. bottom. Let's start with the first card. Uh, Michelle Waterson against Courtney Casey. Yep. Tell me about Courtney Casey's last fight, please. 
she lost a split decision recently. This is, I think, Dece- yeah, December second against Felice Herring. You got to start. You please, please, oh, sure. please. Let's What's look, her record? Let's look at these girls. Uh, Courtney Casey is seven and five. The the loss, the split decision to Felice Herring was where they were both a little bit uh, tentative, but they were standing right in front of each other, a little bit tentative to throw, but they they had a little back and forth. Uh, and one of them threw blood at the other one. It was an interesting fight, but she lost that fight. Now, what's her record in the UFC right now, Courtney Casey? Uh, Seven five. In the yeah, in the UFC though, she oh, is sorry. in the UFC. Chris producer, three sorry. and three. No, no, three. Yeah, I three. Hands me down your pants for a second, Jimmy. It's no. in your pocket. I'm playing pocket pool. I see. That's disgusting. Um, this is what I'm gonna say, guys. I'm gonna say Michelle Waterson. And I'm going to say Michelle Waterson by decision because I think this girl's tough, real tough. But Michelle has a little bit of run of uh, bad luck lately. Not bad luck. She had a tough time. She lost. I don't want to put that out there. Did she lose her last two? Yes. Okay. See, I know my stuff, Jimmy. You do. I do, Jimmy. Um, Says it right here. That I know my stuff? No, no. It's written down. Is it written down? Well, see this? I read my notes. I don't, I don't read. Now, does it really say that, though? I don't know. I feel <laughs> no. that Michelle's going to win um, by decision. Jimmy, go ahead. I'm going to say Michelle Waterson, uh, second round TKO. Hold on one second. Let me write it down. I also have the Karate Hottie by decision. Oh, you guys are wrong. Right, keep it clean. Okay. Oh, it's a nickname. What, what, what did you say, Jim? Oh. Second round knockout? TKO. TKO. Um, all right, then we have Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori. Why don't you tell the good people of uh, UFC Unfiltered yep. about each person and their last fight, please? Sure. Start uh, with Israel. Uh, Israel Adesanya made his UFC UFC debut February 11th. Okay. Uh, he knocked out Rob Wilkinson with knees and punches, but he's like has like an 80, 83 fights in kickboxing, and he he's has a, a yes. phenomenal record, knocks out people all the fight. time. And uh, let me pull up Vittori's... Um, Marvin Vittori, Marvin Vittori. He is 12-3-1. His last fight was a majority draw against Omar, uh, Omari Akhmedov, and he has four fights in the UFC. He's 2-1-1. and one. Hold on one second. Jimmy, pull your shirt down. No. Can you pull your shirt down? All right, sorry. Why you do that? Oh, <laughs> muffin top. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you don't got a muffin top. I do. But when you do like that, it, yeah, it's weird. It's like weird. I'm gross. All right. Um, like, what would you do if I was just sticking my belly out? Come. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> so, Christopher Dusa, what do I got to deal with this? You asked me. It's harassment. <laughs> well, so, wait. So, what are we up to? Uh, we're talking about Israel Adesanya and Marvin Vittori, which I think is going to be a and very fun fight. You said Marvin Vittori. Tell me about him again. He's 12-3-1. His last fight was December 30th. It was, uh, it was a majority draw against Omari Akhmedov. I want to hear about his UFC fights. Uh, he is 2-1-1 one, and one in the UFC. He also has a unanimous decision loss to Antonio Carlos Jr. Okay. And he has a win over Alberto Uda and Vitor Miranda. Uda! Listen, mm. I'm going to go with Israel. Yeah. By second round KO, believe it or not. All right. Well, I'm saying it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's 12 and 0 so far uh, as a mixed martial artist. But again, his kickboxing record. Let me look. Yeah, he's 26 and 5 with 24 knockouts as a kickboxer. I'm going to change that to a first round KO. Okay. I'll take uh, Israel by second round KO. 
It's around this time yesterday or the other day when you reached for you were asking Chuck. The but Chuck's funny. He's like, you're like Chuck, is that your coffee? He's like, that's yours. This is mine. I didn't and know. You're he was, like, and he, and he's like, and you're like, you want it? He's like, I want it. I didn't it's think like he was drinking great. it. It was just sitting there. And I go to Christopher Deuce. Oh, we can get you another one. He's like, oh, there's only eight minutes left. Now the coffee yeah. was almost done. I did. I thought Chuck didn't drink it. I know. Yeah, no, yeah, I but it's just funny. He's like, no, that shows this is why. Yeah, he yeah. didn't want to give you the coffee. He didn't, he didn't, I didn't blame he, him. He had already drunk it. Hey, that was his coffee. It was almost gone. Oh, I um, I'm taking Adi Sanya by first round KL also. Okay, I think he's a cool. uh, rising star. It's gonna be fun. All right, Carlos Condit, Alex Oliveira, Cowboy Oliveira filling in on short notice for Matt Brown. I think Condit because he's had a full camp and he's due for a win. He's lost. He's won two out of six. He's a much better fighter than that couple of very tough losses by decision. One was a split decision. Uh, I am going to take uh, Carlos Condit by decision. Okay. Oh, Matt's just having a drink. Well, I'll say I'm taking, uh, I agree, I'm taking Condit. Sorry. Third round, TKO. Uh, Oliver is extremely tough, obviously, but he's there to get hit. I think Carlos uh, needs a fight like that, and he's going to knock him out. I'm going to say Carlos by decision. Okay. I think Cowboy's going to be game. And uh, he had a really good fight, that last one with Yancey. It was a fun fight, no? Yeah, which he only, I mean, I think he, I think his, it looked like his nose broke, and that's kind of why he he lost that fight. He ended up, you know, not being able to take the pain of that. But, I mean, he was in that fight the whole time, and that was a back-and-forth fight. That was I'm fun. Gonna, I'm going to say that Carlos knocked some rust off with his last fight. Yep. And uh, I say he's going to win, but I, I believe it's going to go to distance. Fair enough. All right. Is that what you're looking at? My belly now? Touche, Jimmy. Touche. Put your sword away. Let's finish this podcast. Main event, Dustin Poirier, the number five lightweight, against Justin Gaethje, the number six lightweight. Oh, Justin versus Dustin. Dustin versus Justin. Who will win? (laughs) Jimmy. I'm going to go with Justin Gaethje. I think he will right this ship because he handled the loss so well. Seemingly sent out a tweet to Eddie Alvarez. That was a fucking great fight. Uh, I think that he rebounds and does very well in this fight. Again, Poirier is very uh, tough, but I think Gaethje uh, gets this win. And I'm going to go with a third round. Oh, stop it, Jimmy. Did you fart? I did not. Chris Medusa? I did not. No. No. Did you? Did you? No. Why are you guys looking at what? I, I would know if something slipped out. Oh, maybe. How about in? I would know that too. Okay. Um, so, what'd you say now? Second round? He said third round, third stoppage. round stoppage. By who? Justin. Yes. Gaethje will win. Mm. All right. Go ahead, Chris, the producer. Uh, I think leg kicks are going to be a big factor in this fight. Uh, Jim Miller went after Poirier, uh, hurt his leg, even though uh, Poirier ended up winning that fight. Gaethje's known for his leg kicks. He's stopped fights with leg kicks. I'm going with Justin Gaethje, fourth round TKO. Oh, do you know what? I forgot this was a five-round fight. Uh, what do I have Gaethje in? You have third round. I do have third. Okay. Yeah. Matt means nothing. Oh, it does. The way they train and the way they pace themselves, I think, might be a little bit different for a five-round fight. It means something. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to fight you on everything. I'm going to say... The same thing as Chris the producer, Chris the producer. That makes me feel good. I like that. Thank you. Fourth round stoppage. Okay. I thought the same thing with the legs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the guy's only got one loss. 
You know, he's durable still. He's looking. There's some. He's got some stuff in the basement. He does absolutely, man. But he, you yeah. know, he leaves himself open. We, we, the way Alvarez knocked him out with that knee. I mean, that was such a brutal fight up to that point. Oh, it's. Cr- I mean, it took the kitchen sink for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Let me pee real quick. Sure. Yeah. Let's take a break. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. All right, we're getting Carlos Condon on the phone. Or are we? Justin Gaethje canceled. It was a scheduling uh, conflict. It might be awesome. I'm Not awesome, but it might be. We'll get him. It might be. Who is that? That's uh, Christopher. Oh, hey, Carlos. What's up, buddy? What's the matter? Oh. I'm watching it's Car- not going through, huh? Look what I'm watching. What do you mean it's not watching- going through? Oh, wow. You have the wrong number? No, I mean, no, I have the right number, but... I was just watching highlights of Karate Hottie throwing Paige Van Zandt and... Oh, boy, do I want to... fucking back. Poor Look Paige that, Van... Man. By the way, can we talk about that for a second? What's Poor up? Paige Van Zandt. She came out... She was gang-raped in high school. It was, she's telling the story in her book. Her book just oh came God. out. Oh yes, yeah, it's a terrible story. I, I would love Fuck to me. interview Paige. We've had her, but I mean, who knew that? Right. So uh, hopefully she'll come around to promote her book. They usually do book tours and signings. So uh, it'd be really she's opening up. She said just to kind of help MMA saved her life, and you know must have been a. I would love to read her book and then interview her. Really oh, much, man, very that much. That is just fucking awful. Yeah, story. I read a quote from it. Like I read an article about it where she was saying, you know, she knew like she was raised the right way. She knew not to put herself in bad situations, and in this particular case. As soon as she went in the house, she was like, oh, I should not have gone here and like knew that it was going to be a, a problem. But it was kind of too late for her at that point. She couldn't leave. Yeah. I, yeah. Did, they, did they end up get, pre- getting these people? I don't know if I'm she not sure. goes into that. I'm not sure. Well, that would be a major thing. Like, I'd be wanting some fucking Charlie Bronson shit. 
You know what I mean? I got daughters. I don't like hearing shit like that. It's yeah, it's sad. And um, yeah, it's, it's a crazy world, man. I'm gonna pick up the training now with my kids. I gotta, I gotta really pick that up. Yeah, well, she apparently she was like, I guess drunk, but she was saying maybe they made plus they made who knows they made a fucking roofied her. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Where she it, said she couldn't move her yeah. legs and arms were like concrete, and she could feel. I see. And she was aware, but she couldn't physically. I, I stop. seen. Uh, I wonder if that's what made it's her so fight. quick. How they could roofie uh, these, these girls Fuck have yeah. to watch out. My wife showed me a clip. I don't know where she's seen it on I don't know, Facebook, whatever, it was, somewhere where it was being sh- all over the place. Uh, went viral. Was this girl doing like a selfie video? Like, ooh, she's like, I look like a spring break type thing, and she's going like, like she's going around, and you see this dude, you see him fucking roofie. He, she's getting, she filmed herself getting somebody. Somebody uh, roofing her. Uh, Wait, by accident she filmed it? Yeah, she didn't realize. A picture of her, like the camera's you know, facing her. Is it a picture of it? She's No, it's a video. Okay. I'm saying picture her, like picture this. Oh, okay. She's like going, ooh, you know, she's doing it. She's talking and it's like a, a party atmosphere. It's like a spring break type thing outside. And you see a dude looking the other way with sunglasses and his hand just go. Is it a real video or a it, bullshit video? It might be. Let dude, me see it, Chris. Yeah, let me find it. You know where that is? No, I don't know. I just oh. look for a selfie Man, uh, roofies. Because Paige was, yeah, do that. I, I think she was fourteen when this happened. Really yeah. young. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she obviously wasn't fighting at that point. I wonder if that's what made her fight. You know. Yeah, but I'm just saying th- that might be it right there. Yeah. Let's see. I sense this is going to be a fake video. You think it's fake? All right. Well, uh, let's see. Make it Matt, big. Make it big. Let's hear it. They're all. Hold on. Can you make it that louder? How come we don't hear well, it? He doesn't want to put the volume on. Uh, yeah, it's all right. We can say it, though. Why can't you put the volume on? You're not allowed oh, to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy just came over you and see threw that? something No, out. I didn't see it. Why oh, won't you put the... It's fast. Yeah, there Look go. at that. That's slow. <laughs> you think he did that shit up? Now, look. You think that's, that's not real. Jimmy, Jimmy's one of those fucking Look, this, he's holding a camera up, and he comes over, and he puts it right in there. Who knows if it was a roofie? Who knows what it was? It might have been a piece of gum. It could have just been garbage, yeah. But he definitely threw something in there. Yeah. It, well, it looked like it was calculated, but hey, maybe you might be right. But she has the camera up. He'd have to be really stupid. All right, all right, Mister Conspiracy Eddie Bravo. All right, all right, flat Earther. <laughs> you said Earther. I said Earther. Flat Earther. Isn't it flat Earther? What do they call? Earther? Yeah, yeah. Earther. 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 Flat Earther. Flat Earther. There's your new uh, name hey, on Instagram. Flat Earther. Flat Earther. <laughs> <laughs> You, Jimmy. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Listen, well, listen, thank it's been you a to great Carlos show. Condit. Thank I you very thank much, both Justin, Justin and Carlos. And I'm switching my picks. I'm switching for both uh, those guys. Let, let me try Carlos one more time. Oh, no, no, okay. I'm not going to switch my picks. Does Carlos right. know that this is like I'm, like, I'm not being a dick? Does he know that I'm on this podcast? I, mean, I get along with Carlos. I do too. I mean, we've had Carlos before. I think, it, honestly, I think this is just a complete mix up today we were supposed to have carlos at 12 30 and gate well, I mean, so. hey listen hey, hey jimmy jimmy who's, we're sick of the neck jimmy yes sir jimmy who's producing this Mix show up. who produces this fucking it, 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 it feels like it is just it is it our fault on this side of the no. table all i know is well, chris producer what's going on i resent that well it's not my fault it's either. not I, I get i get the time from the ufc like this is when yeah. these guys are available i got you the know number, chris so. the producer's right fuck the ufc <laughs> it's the ufc's fault and chris the producer's not going to take it anymore he's saying He's, I don't blame Chris for being all up in arms about this, Jimmy. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, he's 100% right to be mad. Chris uh, ripping up Dana's picture is a little uncalled for. Phone. Day of Jimmy Doodles. I'm just by my. I'm by my. I'm by myself. Well, I know I'm a doodler. I'm by myself. But I still pay attention. I just doodle. It keeps me. It keeps me focused. You didn't realize if. Oh, by the way, did I tell everybody to go see uh, Ready Player One and the Zero B breaks? Yeah. But I said I enjoyed it. You did. 
No, but I think we switched gears. It's so no, much we fun. Didn't. It's a f- we got him? Carlos. This is an awesome episode. I'm Nobody be, likes us. I'm going to be in the Poconos. Hold on, I got it. I got his hotel. Nobody likes us. Friday the 21st, I'm going to be, uh, Saturday the 21st, I'll be in the Poconos. Beautiful Mount Airy Lodge. Everyone hates when I sing that. I'm not going back there. That was the commercial. I know, Jimmy. It's, it's dirty up there. <clears throat> it's nice. It's clean. <clears throat> but those fuck shacks. It, is it weird? Like when I go to those places, I, 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 when it's nice and dry, I lick the inside of the champagne tub. It's this, dude, Jimmy, when you walk in one of those things, it's literally just made the fuck. It's just a bunch of just up. It's like, hey, we drive to this spot and fuck. That's it. You know what I mean? Is that but you know what me and my wife do? Not besides, you know, getting freaky. We'd go down to like the rec call thing. Like there's a way that you walk down at night and it was like this um, air hockey. And I'd get, you know, before we went down, I'd, I'd smoke some herb and then I'd go and meet my wife and, and we'd play air hockey a lot. <laughs> air hockey. I'm a simple, I'm a simple man, Jimmy. No, air hockey is a I know what you're thinking. Game. People, think all stuff, these women though. are thinking, man, oh, wow. He's so, he must be so exciting to live with. And he's such an exciting, funny man, and he's stocky, and he's strong, and he ups- he had that upset that time with Jesus. This is not what girls are saying. No, I bet you they are. I bet you there's not a dry vagina right now listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my chick magnet. But meanwhile, it's really just, I. what do I do, Jimmy? I watch Game of Thrones. Is he talking on the other side of Well, he has to. I, well, listen, what do I do, Jimmy? I watch some Netflix with my wife. Nothing wrong with that. We go to the Poconos that time. We 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 play air hockey. I'm just a laid back dude. We man. got him, Carlos. What's up, buddy? Thank you, Carlos. Oh, sorry, Carlos. I was worried for a second, buddy. There I, he is. What? <laughs> hey, Carlos. How you doing? Hey, this is Carlos's coach. Carlos is isn't he's out doing something. Oh, <laughs> oh, he is. Carlos okay. is coach. What? What's your name, bro? What's your name? Alex. Okay, Alex. Alex. Can you tell Carlos that Matt, Sarah, and Jim Norton called to say hello? <laughs> I will, buddy. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Alex. Take Take care, man. Good luck. Let's talk about Chris the Producer. Chris the Producer. (laughs) Hey, who's on the phone? Oh, I got it. He gave us the cue, and we thought we had him. He gave us a Chris. Here's the thing. What happened? Did he give you the look? We thought we had him. Did you think we I'm had not, him? I'm not taking. Did you for that think one. we had him, Jimmy? I did. Did you? Chris did. The, Chris does this thing where he like he acts like he's holding a phone up in the air and he nods and he nods his head. So that means he's on the phone. But he did indicate, and I'm like, we had uh, Chris said he was going to get us uh, Carlos. <laughs> yeah. And he just he said, you know what? Let's talk to the coach. No, it's and not then Alex got on, and, and I'd like to know Alex who. Doesn't matter. We would we would have talked to him a little bit. I think it's beautiful. That and we then just we would have been. This is U- this is UFC unfiltered. This is UFC unfiltered with Alex. Yes. I so, wish I had Alex's last name. I want to give that. So let's Alex? just say for the record, before we wrap up. Here, yes, Jimmy. We had a uh, a great time once again. Thank I, you to the great Chuck Zito for coming in on, oh, on Tuesday. We love Chuck. So since UFC 223, yes, the controversial uh, Connor explosion. The yes. ally Quinta Khabib fight. Oh, uh, Nama Yunus defends against Injaychik. Yes. Uh, tremendous, tremendous card. Uh, Zabit Magomed Sharipov. Uh, tremendous win. Since that point, we have had zero fighters <laughs> on the podcast. People love us, Jimmy. The UFC Unfiltered Army loves us. Boo. 
I'm not going to say that. I hate saying that unfiltered army thing. It's, it's not me. It's not. I shouldn't say that no more. What should I say? What should it be to our to our, our army. Just legions of fans? I would say it's, fans. It's, 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 it's fan. fucking two, oh, two guys in the reserve. No, no, Jimmy, Jimmy. I think we have a lot of fans on here. All right, Matt, right dude. Everybody listening, go on me and Jimmy's uh, Instagram. And be like, I'm a fan. Don't do that. That's actually just being vain and an asshole. But guess what? Who did we talk to today? Just each other. Me, me and you. We did have we did have Alex the coach for we 30 had seconds. Alex the coach. I want to thank Alex the coach for and then, wait, Chris, why did you think we had somebody though? Well, I'll tell you. Well, no, no, well, I'll say, first of all, because I get the number, it says, Hey, try the hotel room. Yeah. That's where I was told to call. So I called. And he sounds like Carl. I mean, that could oh, be. Oh, wait, so you, oh, you thought know. that was Carlos? Yeah, he, yeah, he said hello. I was told to call that number, so I'm yeah, assuming is, he knows oh. that. Chris is so a boob, but this is not his fault. No, no, no. He's Chris. Chris is, is a fool, but this is no! not his fault. This is Chris not his is, fault. No, no. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not. No, I'm I know. Just saying, I, I thought that was him. So you thought? So then when he got on, he's like, "No, it's Alex." Carlos is what? Do you know how I knew Carlos it wasn't Carlos? Busy? I knew it wasn't Carlos was, because somebody answered the phone and said hello. I'm like, that can't be the the guest. Why would it be? All right, listen. Is this bad? Is this really in, no? Is it's unprofessional if I switch my picks. No. I'm mad. Well, I don't know. Carlos maybe wasn't told. I'm not mad. I like Carlos. I, I'm a very, listen, I'm pretty late. You know what? I enjoyed it. Me and you hung out. And on the UFC's official podcast, <sighs> who gives a shit if fighters are on it? All right, listen. listen we'll be back next week. Enjoy the oh, wait, fights. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Hold sorry, on. Pal. Let's do a proper plug. Yes. For Sarah BJJ in Long yes. Island. Nah, listen. Hey, listen. I just love to teach some unlocks and, uh, you know, give people self confidence, Jimmy. But what were you going to say about this weekend? Uh, this weekend is what? the UFC fight night uh yes. versus Gaethje is the main card is 8 p.m. Eastern time on Big Fox. There are prelims at 6 p.m. Eastern on Big Fox and then the UFC Fight Pass prelims are on at 3:30 p.m. Eastern. It's a very good card. Don't miss it. Awesome. Oh wow, they start that early. I'm going to have such a good time. Yeah. I do I do enjoy when it's on a Saturday. Um, I, I do my jiu-jitsu early in the morning. I have a noon class in Huntington. If you guys are around, stop at my Huntington school in Long Island. And you'll say, hey, uh, you, you said you'd be here. And I go, I am here. You know, sometimes people walk in and go, what are you doing here? I, go, I don't know. What, what do you think? Got a key on. Sure. But anyway. Uh, so, yeah, stop by and see me. Sarah BJJ, Long Island, Huntington, this Saturday. And then get home and watch those fights. I'll watch them on Saturday night. All right. Goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye, buddy. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.